All right, hello and welcome to the Superhuman Lab podcast. Where we dissect everything superhuman. Here's a rundown of what today's episode will look like. Again, episode number two. We're back. Uh, first, we get to meet our very first guest on the podcast as he talks about his favorite Marvel hero. We'll then move on to the most important question. Who is the best Spider-Man actor? Of course, I've got my opinions. Ethan's got his. Our guest is going to have his. And then for our DC section, we're going to ask our special guest his favorite project from DC, maybe his favorite hero, favorite villain, and what things he likes to see from the upcoming movies. Now, let's go ahead and meet our special guest. He is the director of content for the Kansas City Pioneers, content creator with over 10K following. Not only that, but he got noticed by the Tony Hawk. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Rich. Bro, you have me dying, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to expect, but that was hilarious. Um, but no, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm honored to be the first ever guest on here. Um, and, and I said I wanted to come on before I even knew it was about superheroes. Um, when you just showed me the original like Overland stuff, and so I'm happy to be here. But um, yeah, I might. I'm just warning everybody who's listening. I might have some unpopular opinions or some like boomer takes when it comes to superheroes. But that's <laughs> that's okay. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. So that I'm, is I'm true. excited for it. Don't send hate. Don't send hate. Anyway, we're gonna jump into our first section. Um, gonna ask you, Nick. What do you? What do superheroes mean to you? Man, that's a kind of a loaded question, but superheroes are important to me because just like I grew up. So if you if you don't know who I am, I'm 24 years old, and um, so I kind of grew up when before the whole like MCU existed, it was just you know superheroes movies coming out then and there. But as a kid, I think everyone my age kind of felt the same way about superheroes and that like it's kind of cliche to say, but we looked up to them. And they kind of served as like role models in our lives and we wanted to be like them you know on halloween we're dressing up as superheroes um we're we're playing as superheroes when we get out of school um and overall just like superheroes have always played a really big role in my life um up until like recently there's just been i'm gonna be honest this might be the first unpopular take i don't know but there have been mm. so many movies lately that i feel like i just can't keep up with everything that's coming out so like at, uh, on the day that we're shooting this, the December 11th, I haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet, mm -hmm. which I know is super popular. There's just so many, and and I feel yeah. like I'm missing out on a bunch, but I'll, ha I'll have to catch up for sure. Disney Plus releasing all these new TV shows and everything, too. I can't even lie to you. Like I typically follow all the Marvel stuff, but now Star Wars is dropping TV shows, and it's like every single time I'm looking, there's a new Star Wars project. There's new, this new Marvel project, and I'm like... So Disney Plus, they're killing it, but at the same time, it's hard for some of us to keep up. That are like the casual fans. I understand that for sure. For um, sure, and I want and I want <laughs> to, but like, like you said, what, like um, She Hulk is is somewhat new, right? Like, yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah, any, yeah. Of, any of that. Um, WandaVision, haven't seen any of that. So, Ooh. you know, like I'm missing out, but I also I don't even know I don't even know where to start at this point. There's just so many. There is like, a I, lot. I, they they I just keep a, I need a list. I need a list yeah, of like definitely. where to start and which order to watch them all in. Maybe down in the comments, you should give us a list about what you want to, like what order you would watch the new Marvel things in. And then Nick can go and check and see what he wants to see. You know, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, also, Nick, something we do on the podcast. I don't know. Have you ever seen Captain America Civil War? Yes, but um, well, like the first half of it. Okay. And I uh, fell okay. asleep. Then can we give you our question that we always ask, which is, are you team Iron Man or team cap? See, this one is, um, when I, when I talked to Ethan prior to coming on, um, I, I think I joked around and, and, but this is honestly something that I'm not really very strongly opinionated on. I will say team Iron Man, just because I've seen more. Iron it, Man. Come yes. on. I've, yes. I've seen, I've oh. seen more Iron Man movies than I have Captain America movies. And so I feel like I just, relate to tony stark more than i can uh captain america so but ethan why are you team captain america when you're when you're over on the other side of the pond my friend i i had this talk last week it's it, people are surprised that i'm a team cap fan i i just love friendship i can't deal with tony stark's ego his big ego and like i understand like at the end he sacrificed oh, boohoo but like captain america went to war like he was going to war bro he was fighting but he is that guy, and that's why, like, I just and his friendship. I just, yeah, I'm upset. So it's because, Nick. I'm upset. It's, so, so it's because of Tony Stark's ego. But 
Um, is this like a is this like a PG show? Is this like a no. you know no? Please let no? it out. No, no, yell, no, no. Yell, yell at him for being a team cap fan, please. Uh, I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say if Tony Star- if your problem with Tony Stark is his ego, that just means like he knows he's the shit. I've, and I he feel, is. I, he I, is. I feel like if if you're if you're any superhero, I like a lot of them are humble for sure. Um, but you know, put yourself in their shoes, you'd feel like the shit too. You know what I'm saying? Especially so, if you got a billion dollar suit that you can fly around yeah. and shoot shit, and people know that that's you in that suit. Come on, that's what I'm saying. He's got okay. he's got the money. I guess so. I yeah, sure. He's got the money, but <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll convert Ethan over time for sure. Oh yeah, no, it's not happening. It, it will. No, it will. <laughs> it won't. What we can do on the on the reins of Marvel is we'll jump into, I think Nick's favorite superhero, Spider Man. Oh, by far, by far, not even not even close, not even close. Um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about to Nick about all the Spider Man films and ask him what is the best Spider Man film in your opinion. Man, so if we're going in chronological order here and just kind of. I feel like before I pick a favorite, I just kind of have to run through all of them. Um, like honorable mentions. Yeah, 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 for sure. So obviously, I think it was 2002, um, the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire came out. Are, are we talking about like the the um, cartoons back in the day? Nah, too, well? so we're going to go main movies. Yeah, we had okay. that conversation because you could throw like into the Spider-Verse in there. But now nah, sticking with like the three main actors for the Spider-Man movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. So, yeah, like two early 2000s, um, 2002, I'm, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm four years old, and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man comes out. I go see that in theaters, of course, with my parents and my sister and everything, and um, obviously love it. A couple years later, Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock comes out, um, I think like 2005-ish, oh. somewhere like 2004, and then um, Spider-Man 3, obviously. And at the time, Spider-Man 3 was like revolutionary because it's like, as a kid, when you're going to see a spot, when you're going to see a superhero movie, it's like, um, you know, who's the villain gonna be? Who's the the bad guy? Because in Spider-Man one, it was Green Goblin. Then you have Doc Ock, and then in Spider-Man three, you have um, Hobgoblin, Harry Osborn. Um, you have Sandman, and you have Venom all in the same movie. So that was like, holy shit! This this movie is final. That was their um, I was, I, that was their Avengers movie. <laughs> Yeah, literally, and I was like 11 years old, and that that was just action packed. So that was my favorite. Obviously, at the time, that completely blew one and two out of the water for me in terms of Tobey Maguire films. And then you have a couple of years later, um, Andrew Garfield comes out as the Amazing Spider-Man, and correct, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but there were only two of his movies, right? Correct. Yep. Correct, okay. Yeah. I, th- I thought so. I think like they were like make it a third, and then there wasn't a third, whatever. But um, those were also really good. Um, obviously because of the time period they came out, you know, ten years after the original Spider-Man came out. Yeah. Or even a little, little bit more than that. Like the CGI and the everything like that was a little bit more advanced, so they're more visually appealing. Um, the storytelling was about the same. Um, and like obviously we could talk spoilers because those movies came out, you know, long a time ago. Like, yeah, when, when he was like when he was gonna save Gwen but didn't, and she smacked her head. Uh, oh it's man, it's gotta be dude. the emotional. I think uh, Andrew Garfield's movies have to be one of the emotion, like the most emotional, like I superhero agree. movies. I, I, I feel agree like with that for sure. Um, and then you know, two movies for him, and then Tom Holland comes along and. Um, is finally the Spider-Man that's integrated into the MCU. And then, um, you know, fast forward three films later and we have No Way Home, which like it's it's really close for me. But I think No Way Home, just because the way that they, um, you know, the past 20 years of Spider-Man films, they threw them all together and, and told a story that actually made sense. And you have all three of the main actors in the same film. Like, it was just crazy, man. It, it tied together my childhood, you know, people that are five, six, seven years younger than me in their childhood with Andrew Garfield, and then your Tom Holland fans, like the New Age fans. Um, it, it just hit different for people that, that grew up with Tobey Maguire like myself, and the way that they all tied it together was insane, man. So I, I think No Way Home is my my number one. Honorable mentions, though, um, I think the second... Was it the second uh, Andrew Garfield movie with um, Jamie Foxx as Electro? Uh, as Electro, yes. Yes. I, yes, because the first one think, was... Um, oh, what was the first one? I can't even remember the first one now. Was the first one Lizard? Forever. I think yeah, the first yeah, one was yeah. Lizard. That's right. The that first one was Lizard, and then the second one was uh, Jamie Foxx. 
Okay, so I'll say honor, No Way Home is my, my number one honorable mention, Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire yep. um, when you had those three villains, and then Spider-Man, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Electro as a villain. So I have always yeah, said... The, the, I have always said Amazing Spider-Man 2 is one of the best Spider-Man movies. And Dude, that's, sick, that's my bro. hot take, too. So I'm so glad somebody else sees it that way. <laughs> I, I went back and watched it um, not too long ago, within the last three or four months. And like, like I was saying, compared to you know the CGI and um, the cinematics of the original three, it just was so much more advanced. And even and even then, like in No Way Home versus in you know those twenty fifteen ish movies with Andrew Garfield, like it's crazy to think about what movies are going to look like in ten years from now. You know what I mean? Just because they're always advancing that kind of stuff. And it's weird too. I'm um, tying back to what you said. You said how the No Way Home tied in your childhood from Toby and Andrew and everything mm-hmm. like that. I am as a teacher. I remember coming back after that movie dropped in December, and. Some of the kids would ask me because they know my my room was decorated in Marvel, so they would ask me if I had seen it, and I would say okay. yeah, and then they would start asking me about the Tobey Maguire movies, like who is who is this Spider Man? Was his movies good? It's like so it's cool to see that these movies are now popping back up in these kids because they went and watched this new one with Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey all in the same movie, and they're curious right. why there's three Spider Men and not just one. So time exactly. time back to what you said, yeah, for sure that is that is a. Uh, something that i think is awesome so i'm curious what your guys opinion is on this but it, for a superhero movie to be good in your guys's opinions does it have to be close to what the like the original comic book was like because i i remember back in the day mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't like the <clears throat> toby Maguire films because it strayed too far away from what the comic book story was and to me, that's never really mattered. Like, just because there's so many versions and iterations of the same story that obviously you're going to miss some things, you're going to add some things. Right. So it's never really mattered to me, but I know for some of the, like the diehard Marvel fans or just superhero fans in general that sometimes that matters. Well, for me personally, uh, I do a lot of stage acting and whatnot. So I read a lot of scripts that have been put into films and you see like the big difference like there's always a big change between the script and the film um so whenever a superhero film's released that's based off a comic i don't really care if it's different maybe costume wise i'm a bit picky on costumes like if the costumes look way completely different and they don't look authentic i kind of get a bit like yeah it's not a good good costume but i don't storyline wise they can add things in here take things out it doesn't really bother me that much yeah, I think for for me at least, if it's not comic book accurate, it's fine. But it has to be done right. So you know, with uh, the first one that comes to mind, like when I think of like comic book accurate, is technically it's not even really a Marvel or DC. It's actually off of a TV show. Um, I watched it all the time. It's called The Walking Dead. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but those fans are fans that are like. If it's not comic book accurate, those people get pissed. <laughs> so comparing the like to the Marvel, there are fans that are like, this is, has nothing to do with what the comics did. But I think if the movie is done cor- like done right, it's done to perfection, but it's you know they add some things here to take some things out. I think you got to think that a comic book takes you how long to read, and a movie's only two hours long. They gotta fit right. what they gotta fit what they can into that two hours, that three hours, whatever their time limit is so sometimes it's a little bit harder but as long as it's done right i agree for sure i'm kind of, i'm in the same boat yeah i just know like you said some people the walking dead fans especially they're like that's not exactly the exact yes. same i don't want it yes he did not they did not say that in the comic he can't be saying <laughs> that yeah yeah I was, <laughs> that's good i do want to ask you one more question about spider-man so you mentioned yeah. some of your favorite ones with the ones with like a few different villains in one film um got to ask what is your favorite who is or what is your favorite villain uh spider-man specific or just in general spider-man specific would have to be man that's a tough one dude i i think what comes to mind and and just because like i said i told you guys right before we started recording um that i've went back and watched like they just added like the original three spider-man movies to netflix they re-added them um so I've been watching them a lot and um 
I think Green Goblin is super underrated as a as a villain. Yeah. Just because it it starts out as like um just internal dialect and battles inside of his own head that turn into, you know, him taking action and becoming like a supervillain and then Spider-Man becoming his arch nemesis. But the way that he like articulates his sentences, the way that he attacks Spider-Man, not to mention, you know, he's his, he's Harry Osborn's dad, Norman, um, and Harry and Spider-Man are best friends, which, which like that storyline that they develop in the first movie carries out through the rest of the three, you know, during two, um, Harry wants revenge on Spider-Man pretty much the whole time, and then he finds out he's Peter. Um, and then at the beginning of Spider-Man 3, pretty much the opening scene of Spider-Man 3 is Harry and Peter fighting it out until Harry gets a concussion and doesn't remember anything. It kind of resets the story for a little bit. But, yeah, I think Green Goblin really just, like, to kick off the whole series um, was a great villain. There's so many things that carry out throughout the rest of the um, the trilogy that he kind of set the precedent for and not to go off on a tangent, but William Defoe, the original actor um, that pr- played green goblin, everybody says that everybody tells him that he should play the Joker. Like, could you dude, I think he would be an, oh an insane gosh. Joker, bro. Like he would be a great Joker. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think I've seen like edits of him in like Joker um, makeup and costume. Yeah. It'd be it sick, looks right? creepy and like joker vibes i would love to see that 100 percent. william defoe anybody that can play two personalities um like william defoe does is fantastic uh nick i don't know if you've seen have you seen moon knight i know that's another one that just recently came i haven't out. so haven't. moon knight is another one of those that is fantastic um because he plays he plays two different personalities so like people that like actors that can play like Oscar Isaac, who plays Moon Knight, he's playing different personalities. You have William Dafoe playing different personalities. And like you said, the Green Goblin really is not, in his own way, I mean, almost like every villain, but it's really not a villain. He's not the one mm-hmm. wanting to do it. You saw it in Spider-Man No Way Home after Peter hit him with the serum. He came back to life and he said, what did I do? Like, he knows, mm-hmm. he knows that he's not wanting to do this stuff. It's, it's just, you know, what takes over. So... Green Goblin is one of those villains, in my opinion, that is, like, low-key not a villain. Like, he doesn't want to be doing the things, but he's still one of the most badass villains there are. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. And then, like, on the flip side of that, um, if you want to go with someone who does want to do what they do, because it's kind of the same story in Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock, right? Like, he doesn't want to be the villain, but he has that, like, chip on the back of his neck that gets destroyed, and then he can't retake control of all of the arms and they're kind of doing everything for him um and then and then it's kind of the same thing in spider-man 3 like sandman doesn't want to be a villain he's doing it to help his daughter and help his family um and then but then you have venom who i think eddie brock because of his rivalry with spider-man at the daily bugle in terms of being a photographer you know gwen stacy starts to fall for spider-man instead of him when they were dating like, I think he does want to be a villain, and he loves what the suit does to him. So I, th- I do think Venom's um, up there for me as well, just because it's um, his story is kind of unique compared to the rest of them. Agree, agree. Um, That's great. I love hearing about people's favorite villains, because you get to tell a lot more about people when you know their favorite villain, because <laughs> everyone has their favorite Spider-Man, but like... Some people come out, they're like, oh, I don't have a favorite villain. Like, no, we all do. We definitely all do. Yeah. Um, so you spoke a lot about, like, when we asked you what your favorite Spider-Man film was. We, you spoke about, uh, like, all of the films and how you like certain bits of each. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, th- I think we can talk a little bit more about who you think is the best Spider-Man actor and why. Because I know me and Blake have, I think, different opinions on this. I, I believe we do. And we want to see where you sit on this as well. How funny would it be if like all three of our opinions were I'm curious. Like, I'm as you I'm say curious. that, I don't even think I know Ethan's answer. So answer. I, so now I can, I'll, I'll start us off. I'll throw mine out there, and then we we'll move on down the list. We'll go me, Nick, Blake, and we'll see. Okay. All right, all right. We'll, I feel like it's about to be three different actors, but okay. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with saying that. Oh god, I'm gonna so much hate. I'm a big Tom Holland fan for Spider Man. Okay, hate me all you want, love me all you want, whatever. I just feel like. I am like I said earlier, I'm a big suit guy. I love suits. I love the cool, flashy 
he has that, sick. Yeah, he has the Iron Man suit without the Iron Man ego. That's what I love about him. He has the Iron Man tech without the Iron Man ego. And like that's why I that's why I like Tom Holland. And also um Tom Holland as well as actually being like integrated into the Marvel Universe and like being in different films other than Spider Man. He just seems to fit so well. Like he doesn't look out of place and like he's been there forever and like we just haven't seen him. You know, that type of I think that's a fair argument. Um, mm-hmm. Like his suits are definitely the best. Um, he is in, in, integrated into the MCU where we didn't see that before. But in my opinion, he just has, and this isn't necessarily his fault as an actor. It's just written into the script. But he has so many like little witty, corny lines like yeah. in the middle of fights. That's just like, bro, you're getting your ass kicked right now. You would not be saying this. You know oh, like, I mean? like, you've got a metal arm? Cool. Yeah, stuff like that. So that uh, definitely knocks him down as not the top uh, Spider-Man for me, as well as um, Andrew Garfield kind of had some of the same vibes going on. But um, and then I just don't think he's as good of an actor in general. Um, So I don't I don't know if this is the nostalgia factor for me playing a part or it's just, you know, my opinion um, unbiased, but. Tobey Maguire is my number one Spider-Man. Not to mention, so I think it's a mixture of a couple things. The nostalgia factor, it's the first Spider-Man that I ever uh, saw, obviously. And they even make a joke about this in No Way Home. But he's the only Spider-Man where the web actually comes out of him. Freaking Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield have, like, web launchers, bro. Are we kidding? Like, if you get bit by a spider... How would the web not come out of your arm? How, why do you need a web launcher for that? You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Come on. I, I understand that. I, I get where you're coming from. Like, it is funny. Like, it's, some of the stories don't line up. But again, obviously, they're all different adaptations of it. But I, I understand yeah. what you're saying, Tony McGuire. Like, you know, the, the nostalgia, the first ever Spider-Man you ever seen was him. It's like a attack. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Well, and you have also Spider-Man 2. It like those are like one of those movies. Like I see, I see these things on Twitter all the time. Pick one movie from the row to keep the rest to go away. And Spider Man Two is always in like those with like Inception and stuff like that. So it's like people, not just like people my age and Nick's age and Ethan's age that I watch those movies. That it's not just nostalgia to them. Like to to this day, they still hold up. So. From a movie that's there from 2004, 2002, like stuff like that. Toby is kind of legendary. Um, I do have to break it to you that all three of us have a different actor. (laughs) (laughs) No way. way. So mine, mine though, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland to me are extremely close. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Even there's an interview from years ago before, unfortunately, Stan Lee passed away that he said that when he made Spider-Man, he imagined Tom Holland. Like, he said that Tom Holland is who he imagined as Spider-Man, playing Peter Parker. Um, I think what it comes down to me is that, so in my opinion, Tobey Maguire plays a fantastic Spider-Man. I think, like, Tobey in his suit, even, like, back then when the CGI is not that great, it still looks really good. Tobey Maguire, like, is, like, a really good Peter Parker and uh, Spider-Man. So I have him third but i think the reason why i have him so low is just because he looks like a little bit too old almost to be playing spider-man back then in those movies like he's not i I mean andrew garfield though is kind of the same way because you look at andrew garfield and look at the same way luckily they put both toby and andrew in college at least because that way they at least look like their age so the only thing i would have against toby is just his age um tom holland the only reason i would say he's not with Andrew yet is because he does have that MCU factor. So like this, the, the plate is being set for him. Like he doesn't have to do too much. He's got Iron Man built around him. He's got Captain America. He interacted with, he fought Thanos. Like he's got all these big characters because of the MCU. Um, and the reason why I like Andrew Garfield so much is just because I feel like Andrew Garfield, even as an actor, I feel like he's one of the the best, but I also think the fighting scenes, in his movies, the emotion he shows when he is Spider-Man. Um, like, he has that scene where, I don't know if you remember from, it's The Amazing Spider-Man 2, when Electro shows up to that, like, power plant, and Gwen Stacy is there, 
and he's like having a freak out moment yelling at her like why are you here why are you here and like in the middle yeah, yeah. in the middle of like all the lightning in the background and everything and then he has that one scene where he's swinging through all the lightning but uh, I wish nothing but the best for Andrew Garfield. I wish he had uh, the third movie. Uh, hopefully, they've rumored about it for a few years now, especially after No Way Home. So hopefully, they give him that third one. But Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland are very close to each other for me. Um, I, I get that. Like Toby being a little bit too old for sure. Like in the first movie, I think he's a high school senior. Yeah, because yeah. when he, when when two starts, he's in college. But even then, like um. The rest of the cast as well, kind of like uh, Harry Osborn, um, MJ, uh, Flash, that where he like gets in a fist fight in the school. Like they yes. all kind of are like mid twenties <laughs> yeah. playing high school seniors. So no, I get that. Um, but while you were talking, I thought of another point, and um, it's like for me at least. Um, obviously all three of these actors have played in other movies and other roles that have nothing to do with Spider Man. Yeah. So if I were to like see andrew garfield walking on the street you know i'd be like oh that's andrew garfield if i see tom holland I'd be like oh that's tom holland you know he's an actor if i see toby mcguire i'm like that's spider-man like right. to me that's spider-man like i i mean um i can't really think of any other movies that andrew garfield are in um right now but i mean um tom holland obviously had that what it was like uh what what movie was he's just tom had uh, just uncharted Uncharted, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's doing a bunch of stuff, and I feel like Tobey Maguire has obviously been in other stuff, but not to the same scale that was Spider Man. It's kind of like you know, if if you look at Daniel Radcliffe, you're like, yes, that's Harry Potter. You right. That's it. And you look at Robert Downey Jr., that's Iron Man. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. I understand. Understand. Yeah, I thought also right. another thing as you were talking about that too, you brought up MJ. I thought that was another thing too that I think. Um, not to argue against you, I'm I actually I really like Tobey Maguire. I was just we forgot to bring up the points too of like the counterparts for them, the the relationships. I feel like it's a very known thing. I feel like that the MJ in uh, Tobey Maguire's movies was like everybody hates that MJ. Like yeah. she she kind of ghosts him and does all these things. And then I feel like Gwen Stacy in Spider Man with Andrew Garfield is fantastic. And then Zendaya does pretty good, but it's like I feel like the movie like hardly ever focuses on their relationship. So yeah, that was I forgot to bring up that I, also. Um, see, I like Tom Holland, but Zendaya, it's just like one film she doesn't know, the next film she knows, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And I'm like, I understand that you're like super smart and like all that, but it just jumps way too quickly, and like the whole point of being a superhero with the mask is so that nobody knows your identity but all of a sudden yeah. like everyone around you knows who you are um you've done an awful job at trying to hide it so yeah that's that's my probably one downside to to tom holland's spider-man um spider-man's is how fast mj and zendaya, zendaya finds out that he's spider-man yeah i makes sense i liked i liked all the like relationship building that uh gwen stacy had and Obviously, unfortunately, R.I.P. Quinn Stacy, but uh, <laughs> Emma Stone was also, I mean, I just love Emma Stone, too. And her playing yeah. Gwen Stacy was like, I feel like it was unexpected because if you see Gwen Stacy like in comics and stuff, it don't look nothing like Emma Stone. So, yeah, it was kind of yeah. like un it was really weird that that was who was playing. But she killed the role, to be honest with you. But I also love James Franco as Harry. Yes. But oh, I don't, know, I don't yes. know if you guys feel the same, but James Franco just killed yeah. that role. Yeah, I forgot about. Yeah, James Franco in that. Yeah, James Franco playing that role for some reason also just fit so perfectly. Yeah, I mean, one of the and out of all of the Spider-Man movies that we've talked about so far, one of the best scenes from all of the movies, in my opinion, is uh, during Spider-Man Three when Toby's going through that like emo phase and he shows up at Harry's house when they're like feuding over MJ um, and they fight, they're both in their like their street clothes. Yeah. Um, but they fight and the scene ends with like Harry throwing one of those uh, little explosive balls at Peter and he like dodges it, webs it back to him and blows up half of his face. Like that scene was lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, agree, I agree. But anyway, moving on, we're going to move over to, what you think comes next for Spider-Man. So we've talked a lot about the past and where they've been and how it's, uh, how it's, you know, moved up and how people have been swapped out and put in. 
But what do you think comes next for Spider-Man? Man, I think because of No Way Home, the way that they executed it, they just opened up the possibility of taking it any direction that they want to. Um, because, like, you know, now who's not to say that they can make another Toby film, even though he's, like, what, 45 years old or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, or another Andrew Garfield film or, you know, continue down the line of Tom Holland. Like, they just opened up so many different avenues. Um, and then also Into the Spider-Verse came out, which I know is a cartoon, and it does. it's not one of the big three. Um, but even in that, there's different versions of Spider-Man um what what was there's like spider pig um spider gwen uh what were there there was a spider couple man other ones uh noir which is the noir yeah. yeah yeah there's just so many different avenues they could go down and i'm here for it regardless like i don't even care what's next but no way home had me so wrapped in and feeling like a little kid again that i'm gonna watch whatever comes next i i agree i think no matter where they go, who they have as the actor, what who they have as as the love interest, whoever that they have as the villain, wherever Marvel are going with this, I am so down for it. I will grab popcorn, I'll grab a drink, I'll sit down, <laughs> I'll go to the cinema if it's that good, and I will watch it and I'll enjoy it because it, I I can't wait <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait for it. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'll go to theater. The theater. The theater. The theater. The yeah, theater. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you have to say about where you think spider-man can go next i mean if they're rumored to do spider-man 4 then i from what rumors i have seen and of course this could be wrong could be right hopefully they introduce miles morales he was hinted at in um i believe it was the very first spider-man with spider-man homecoming because he had donald glover was playing as the uncle to miles morales so like he threw that subtle i gotta get home my nephew needs this or something. And so they found out that, you know, Miles is introduced. Like, he is in the MCU, he's just not in. So if I were to see Spider-Man 4 with Tom Holland, I would love nothing more than see Miles Morales and Spider-Man team up. And then villain-wise, they could throw, hopefully, Venom in there. I'd love to see... even. I would even love to see Tom Holland take on the Venom suit, the little black symbiote suit, turn evil, and have, like, maybe Miles Morales have to be the one to try to snap him out of it. But good. I'm down. Good. I'm down for whatever. And also, I mean, they have the new Into the Spider Verse movie dropping, I believe, next year, sometime in the summer. I think. So it's, uh, yeah, it's coming up. So we're we're getting close to. I mean, it's almost like we're getting closer and closer to hopefully more and more Spider Man content. There yeah, were um, there were rumors back in the day. So like shortly after Spider Man Three with Toby, um, before it was like the series, the rest got canceled or whatever. Um, I don't know if this was ever official or if it was just a rumor, but if there was going to be a Spider-Man 4, the villain was going to be Carnage. And people talked about Jim Carrey potentially playing Carnage, which would have been very that been interesting. Fire. That would have been fire. Yeah. I, yeah, Jim Carrey. Like, I have a thing with Marvel that they seem to be, at the moment, wasting characters on stupid roles. Uh, Morbius, for instance. I'm not, I'm, we're not going to go there yet. <laughs> Uh, but Morbius, for instance, wasted. Morbid time. It's morbid time. <laughs> the biggest meme but, movie of 2022. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to go there for Morbius, but <laughs> I think that would have been a great use of character and actor. That would have been, oof, wow. Yeah, they kind of blew it with what has been dropped recently. <laughs> like... Actor-wise, I think they did Oscar Isaac right as Moon Knight. That was a great one. But yeah, like you said, Morbius was kind of ruined. Which, Morbius is a cool character in general, but that movie was just so bad. Because then, like you said, then you have Carnage and Venom, the the last Venom 2 movie. Which was, again, another movie that was, eh, is iffy. Yeah. (laughs) It was another iffy movie, which sucks because Venom is such an iconic villain, like... Every cartoon of Spider-Man seems to have Venom. Every movie at least has like a mention of Venom. It's just it, it sucked that they took Venom and absolutely kind of just had him act like right. act, they kind of like had him as a hero. And like I understand, yeah. you know, I would say more anti-hero. Yeah, like I anti-hero, anti-hero, I guess. But it's yeah. it's yeah. weird because like every time I've ever seen Venom, 
he's not even an anti-hero he's just a straight villain like he just kills yeah. and he's a he's a menace bro yeah he, he, he is he's a menace, he's a menace. yeah so like what every sucks is like sorry go no ahead. you're good no no keep going i i was just gonna say when whenever they first announced venom um the original like standalone movie for him wasn't it gonna be rated r and then like they got some, they got some backlash on it and so like they ended up changing it up to like pg-13 or something yeah and or whatever it is now and i think that kind of ruined it a little bit I think to Venom, I don't. The first Venom movie, actually, in my opinion, really wasn't that bad. Um, but like you said, they change because the Mickey Mouse ears are out, and Mickey Mouse doesn't like whenever there's blood or anything. So yeah. So having Venom, like the most thing they did in that first movie was didn't he just ate somebody's head off? But you don't see that. But it's like you watch the comic or you read the comics and stuff. He's like just killing people to kill people and right. it's so weird but i mean tom hardy plays eddie brock pretty good which is that's a good casting there but like you said it's just why it's another like thing like if they go and make deadpool pg-13 that's just gonna ruin that movie like oh yeah deadpool, deadpool is known not be pg-13 no and if you make that pg-13 yes yeah <laughs> it's a rated r i mean the two the first two deadpool movies are rated r for a reason like keep it that way so I love yeah. Deadpool, by the way. Deadpool, Deadpool's great. It. Oh my god! Have you, did you see the announcement they made the other day? Uh. Uh-uh. With Deadpool, they had a. It's a short, quick little film with uh. It's like a quick. It was a Twitter video, I think, but it was with yeah. Hugh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. And oh, they're they, sitting on the couch. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They interviewed yeah. Ryan Reynolds and he was talking about Deadpool and then he's like, "Hey Hugh, you want to come back and play Wolverine?" And he's like, "Sure, Ryan." And then that's how they announced that they both were kind of sad. It's going to be so sad. That's sick. great. I'll wait for that. Maybe we'll get you back on when that's out. We'll uh, also, that a little bit more. Deadpool's like marketing team is just insane because if you guys remember, this was, I think, shortly after Deadpool 1 came out, leading up to 2, Deadpool was like on everything in stores. Yes. yes. Like they yeah. made like, like other movies, other DVDs, he was on the box of like peeking out behind the letters. Yeah. Like he was on like cereal boxes. He was on like bro everything. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, he did um well he did stuff for like other movies too, I'm pretty sure. Like he would pop up and like they did like trailers and stuff and just like towards the end he would pop up and it would be like a meme yeah. or something, like here he is and stuff like that. And then you had Ryan Reynolds who obviously would promote the crap out of it on his socials, but he also just that's like another person too. If you look at Ryan Reynolds, it's not as to the same page quite yet. But if you look at Ryan Reynolds, he is also Deadpool. Like Robert Downey Jr.'s yeah. Iron Man. He's another one that's getting there. I wouldn't say he's like the so same too. level as like you said, Tobey Maguire. You look at him, you know he's Spider-Man. But Ryan Reynolds is one of those that you're starting to look at him and be like, oh yeah, you're definitely Deadpool. Like one of the yeah. one of the, one of those actors for sure. One hundred percent, and and I'm pretty sure I can't remember if it's in the first or the second one, but like they break the fourth wall. Like he makes a joke about breaking the fourth yeah. wall and then just talking to the audience. Like it's just so good, man. They've they've done a great job of like it's a superhero movie, but also kind of incorporating it into your everyday life through their marketing and through the jokes in the movie. It's really good, dude. I love. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> that was great. I loved every second about that. Loved talking about Spider Man. We're gonna move into a new section now, um, called the Minute Marvel. Give everyone a brief rundown, including Nick. He hasn't really heard about this yet. I'm going to give Nick 60 seconds, so one minute on the clock, to answer as many questions as he can about Spider-Man. We've, we've gone Spider-Man this time because, obviously, he's not knowledgeable a lot about other things. So, um, so it's, like, it's like trivia. It's basically trivia, yeah. You've got 60 seconds to answer as much as you can. Um, okay. Me and Blake, just, just really quickly, um, in the Spider-Man section... You were talking about, I think it was Spider-Man, and you were talking about web shooters. Once I've asked you this first question, I don't want you to laugh because it's just funny. Uh, me and Blake like internally laughed, and I can hear it. I heard the little I heard, you, I heard you guys laugh a little bit. You'll see. Okay, so I'll get I'll get ready to. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Right, here, I got the, the timer. timer. I got the timer right. here. Hang on, I'll tell you when okay. to go. All right. Let me get the timer. Here we it go. It was like a three, two, one, go. Okay. Ready. We're both of you ready? Here we go. Three, yep, two, yep. one, go. Which Spider-Man doesn't use web shooters? Toby McGuire. Which actor has been in the most Spider-Man films? Ta- uh, this Tom- is main, main films. Tom Holland. 
It's a, it's a tie between Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire, right? Three each. All right. What yeah, has the most spider suits? Who has the most spider suits? Tom Holland. Name three Spider-Man villains. Venom, Sandman, uh, Dark Ark. Which villain was a mentor to Andrew Garfield? Uh, Dr. Connors. How many main Spider-Man films are there? Mains. So there's three with Toby, two with Andrew, and three with... So... Eight? Seven. Wait. Five, six, seven. Eight. Eight, eight. There's eight. Cool. Which Spider-Man movie made the most money? Uh, had to be No Way Home, right? Uh, yeah, I'll go with No Way Home. Who takes on the black sim- symbiote suit? Can't say that word. Uh, Toby Maguire, Spider-Man 3. And stop. Oh, okay. well done. Seven for seven? I'll give you that. That was uh, that was eight questions. And was it, were they all right? Um, I think the one that you missed, and I feel like we, we could probably re-look at this one. It was the... We can probably, we can probably, uh, we can probably check this, but... Which actor has been the most Spider-Man? Um, yeah, it's uh, is it not three each for them? No, no, uh, no. I guess film. no. It's it. Yeah, it's not three for. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'll go through. So you've got Spider-Man. First one. That's that's one. Tobey Maguire. Toby. So you got yeah. Spider-Man two. That's Tobey Maguire. You got Spider-Man three, which is Tobey Maguire. You yeah. got Amazing Spider-Man, which is Garfield. Amazing Spider-Man two, which is Garfield. Yeah. Um. Then you have Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Tom Holland. Then you've got Spider-Man Far From, Far From Home. Home, which yeah. is Holland. And then you've got Nowhere Home, where they all get an extra film. So Maguire's on four, Toby's on three, Holland's on three. Ah, uh, okay. Four, I, three, I, three, I, was, three. I was considering No Way Home, a Tom Holland film, it, but that makes sense. See, yeah, that was when he said that, That's I kind of was a bit like, lucky. yeah, because in, in a way, technically, yeah, that is Tom Holland's movie. But we we're like, well, technically, he appears in the movie. It, yeah. So we'll give you we'll give you half on that. We'll give yeah, you a technical yeah, I, half. I'm I'm happy with how I performed. I'll, I'll take um, that. Yeah, way more than I thought you were gonna get. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so was, the, the first question, obviously, like, dude, I was expecting some like, what was the name of high school? The high school that Peter Parker went to in Spider-Man <laughs> One with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> we were gonna ask harder questions, but then I was like, I was like, I don't know, like in detail what he knows. And then once you started flying through the first like four questions, I was like, shit, he knows a lot more than I thought. Like he had to start typing questions. <laughs> yeah, I was as you were talking, I was typing questions into the Google Doc. Like oh, shit, I gotta think of questions. <laughs> Hey, when I'm a, like, like I said, man, I know a lot about Spider-Man. Don't know a whole lot about other, um, you know, superheroes, but when it comes to Spider-Man, man, I know my stuff for sure. So that that's great. That's a good, so we're going to like benchmark this every time new guest comes on, we're going to do the minute Marvel and we're going to put like a leaderboard up. So you are, He's on you've s- only done one. So you're currently number one with He's seven and a half. That's worth um, like five, five gifted, right? Yeah. That's from Ethan. Not, yeah, not definitely not. Definitely not. From Ethan. Uh, we are we are going to move into our DC section. I'll let Blizzy introduce us to that. Um, so just going into the DC section, uh, we have obviously, you know, this podcast is not just Marvel, but it's also DC. Um, our last episode, we talked a little bit about Black Adam, um, how just a bunch of different things with how well that movie did. But we want to know kind of since we didn't have a guest last time, it's our first guest for the DC section. What, in your opinion... Is your favorite now? It can be a hero, or it can be movie, or I kind of thought of this now, or a villain. What is your favorite DC hero, movie, or villain? Yeah, I, uh, this is probably the just most basic answer because I feel like DC has a lot of like I don't want to call them smaller projects in terms of films, but like how do you reach the same level of popularity that Batman has garnered right over right. the last twenty years or so? Um, and with the Batman series obviously comes three, four, five variations of the Joker. Um, but the Joker is just so iconic. I was a Joker for Halloween two years ago and, um, Heath Ledger's Joker has to be number one for me just because I I know it's probably a basic answer, but, um, the stories that you would hear about his method acting and how he never broke character on set and how, a few of the scenes in the movie were actually improvised. Um, like the scene where he's walking away from the hospital and like messing with the remote and it, and won't it doesn't work. Up. And then yeah. it finally, yeah, like that was uh, improv. There's a scene where they're like dancing at a ball or something. And he like is 
actually has a lady terrified like in real life because she didn't know that any of that was happening like there's just so many stories that have came from that um where i think heath ledger's joker has to be number one yeah heath ledger i mean like you said going into detail about like how a lot of the things he would not break character um there's been stories i even watched this story one time it was actually i don't remember how long ago i watched it but they talked about how people on set like he wouldn't the cameras wouldn't even be anywhere near him and he would sit there like behind and he'd start practicing like he'd just be talking in the joker voice he'd be dressed exactly. he'd be dressed like him he would go home and practice so like i mean heath ledger just in general a legendary actor but specifically in that in that role of the joker i can't think of any more iconic uh villain honestly other than maybe maybe thanos but you got to as soon as yeah. i think villain the first First thing that comes to my mind, if somebody says name a villain, it's going to be Joker every time. Agreed. Uh, honorable mentions in terms of DC Universe villains, though. Um, well, first of all, before I get into that, I will say that the standalone film Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, amazing. I love that. I loved his version of the Joker as well. Um, it really kind of just shined a light on mental health and you know why having those kinds of conversations are important with people. Yeah. Um, but in terms of DC stuff... Um, back in the day, you know, Jim Carrey played the Riddler, which was great. Um, from what I remember, like this is, this might be my nostalgia talk in a little bit. Um, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger with, uh, Mr. Freeze, um, back in the day as well, man, like Batman's had some iconic villains, um, for sure. And iconic people playing these roles too. So yeah, Batman Batman villains are lit. Yeah. They, um, just announced actually i saw this i'll put this screenshot in in the youtube video as i'm editing but um they just finally had their first image still from the joker 2 so they uh officially oh, officially have it coming back um from what i've seen see that was a movie that for me was kind of questionable that first joker movie was fantastic and so people yeah. are like please don't make a second please don't make a second leave it at that and i kind of agree in a way almost with that but at the same time like if it was that good try a second that's when you're like okay if the second one flops and people just hate it that's when you can kind of understand that you need to probably move away and leave it at one um yeah something we talked about last week also with dc stuff was like the amount like sometimes what kills them is the amount of actors and actresses they have because like True. like with iron man you know robert downey jr that's about all you know i mean the only other thing that kind of like defends dc is like you said they have been around for years. I mean, Batman goes back to like the sixties, the seventies. Yeah. So right, like, right. so like mo those movies obviously go back in time. They can't have obviously the same actor for every single Batman, but um, something that like kind of kills it in my opinion. And you can kind of attest to this too, if you want to Ethan, but like, just like the, the actors they like kind of shuffle through actors all the time. And I'll bring up something yeah. here in a second that I saw a tweet, but yeah, it's just like the going through the actors, I think, is what sometimes kills them. I agree. And there's like, um, I haven't seen Robert Pattinson's Batman yet. I've heard a lot of mixed things. I think a lot of people said it was better than they anticipated. Um, and I'm really wanting to check it out. But yeah, man, there's just been so many actors that have played Batman throughout the years that uh, it's hard to to kind of keep track of everything. And I'm, I might be too nitpicky here, but I prefer titles of movies to be like, spider-man one two three whereas you know with tom holland you have homecoming far from home no way home those are kind of you just those kind of make sense because you get farther and farther away from home so you can tell what order they're in right. with batman yeah. like think of the batman titles like there's no one two three four so it's like which order are these even in you know where did it where did they restart and have a new actor in here it's just all kind of jumbled together in my opinion and like i said i don't know if i'm being too nitpicky but that's just the way that i see it i think i count six batmans not including robert patterson's one so seven batmans that have been that have played the role of batman yeah that's that's uh, starting with crazy. adam west's first one to, yeah, to have and that many is kind of crazy. On the topic of villains in, in DC, Penguin scared the shit out of me oh when I was a God. kid, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> he was terrifying, dude. Peng Penguin's another <laughs> one of the villains. Worse, yeah. He got, he got worse and worse. I don't know if you guys ever watched. I can't even think. It was, um I think the TV show is called Gotham. 
It was that like it is. I've watched Gotham. Yeah. I, I yeah. they had a penguin actor or a penguin villain in there too, which I actually very much enjoyed that show. I stopped watching after a while, but no, going back to like the old penguin, he was just a creepy ass like he was super villain. creepy. It was it's it. just a weird villain to have. Like Joker, obviously he's creepy, but when you see Joker, you're kind of more like scared of like what he's gonna do. But just when you see the old penguin, it's like okay, I kind of want to stop looking at him. Like it's weird. For I agree, one hundred percent. Um, this is something I kind of want to bring up. Also, we shortly talked about this last week as well. Um, the Marvel versus DC, it's like. It's like the Warriors versus the Cavs back in the day, the 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 Patriots versus the Colts in the Super Bowl, stuff like that. It's an iconic like yeah. versus thing here. But in in your opinion, what does DC need to do to even somewhat compete against Marvel? Because it feels like right now Marvel is just kind of taking over right now. Yeah, I agree because Marvel has kind of like tied everything together all of their standalone films now make sense in the mcu like everything's just tied together so it makes you like feel like you need to see everything whereas with dc you know if you're a fan of batman you'll only watch the batman films if you're a fan of green lantern or flash mm -hmm. or whoever you'll only watch those films right um maybe it's just something where they need to kind of do a similar thing, not to just copy everything that Marvel's doing, but maybe find a way to just tie them all together and incentivize your audience to feel like they need to watch everything compared to only watching the Batman films. Uh, but that'd be really, really hard, man, just because what we talked about earlier with all the different actors that have played, all the different actors that have even played their villains, um, it'd be hard to tie everything together. So I don't know, man. I feel like DC is just kind of, complacent where they're at they don't care to rival marvel i mean obviously they do want to be successful but marvel has just taken everything to an entirely new level with the tv shows the mcu tying everything together like it's just i don't even know if dc could catch up at this point if they do it it'd take a lot of work it'd take a lot of years and a lot of movies and a lot of shows and it'd be tough <laughs> yeah i wanted to i saw this tweet the other day kind of like saying what you kind of like following what you just said just now um it's a tweet that i saw on twitter it says um everything happening in the dcu and also this was like within the last two weeks now um wonder woman 3 was officially canceled black adam 2 is most uh, most likely unlikely to happen man of steel number two is up in the air and aquaman 2 aquaman 2 could be jason momoa's very last movie and that's just all within yes. the last two weeks of all these upcoming movies that are supposed to be coming out. Now you have Wonder Woman 3 canceled. You have Black Adam 2. That's not going to happen. Man of Steel, not going to happen most likely. And now Aquaman 2 is Jason Momoa's last one. Like DC, unfortunately, is taking this hit. Now they did, did just hire James Gunn, which James Gunn is a legendary director. So hopefully he can come in and fix it. Um the tweet that I saw said that they're making a presentation to Warner Brothers next week. So I believe when I saw that tweet, that'd be sometime this upcoming week. So hopefully when they go and make a pitch to them, they can try to save DC. But like you said, actor wise, actresses wise, they're just going through them. Like you need to, they're just yeah. all, they're like all over the place. They can't really tie anything into each other. I mean, they had the justice league movies, but then didn't really do very well in the box office. Didn't really do very well, even on like streaming platforms. So, yeah, yeah, I, it's just weird, man. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Maybe this is just where me, like, not being a super, super fan comes in. But those titles that you mentioned, you know, Black Adam, Man of Steel, um, Aquaman, like, none of those even just, like, like, they don't interest me the same way that Marvel superhero movies do. And right. I don't know if, like, I, I don't, I genuinely don't even know why that is, but... As you were as you were just going through the titles there, I was like, I don't care to watch any of those. Probably never will. Like right. I don't know. Do you guys feel the same way or Ethan is more of a DC fan. Ethan, you wanna like attest to that? Because I know Of course you... he is. <laughs> I know he would probably have more to say about that than me. I don't even know if Ethan's here. Uh oh. Did we did we lose him? Did we lose Ethan? Yeah. I am here. Oh. Sorry, my mic cuts out sometimes. <laughs> Oh, good, um, so I'm a Marvel and DC fan, but mostly DC. I like to watch a lot of DC shows. Um, 
watching what am I watching at the moment? Uh, Titans, watching Titans, all that. Um, rewatching a lot of the films and DC superheroes are very much hit or miss, um, including the actors that play them. I spoke about this just earlier with like they're wasting characters, Marvel wasting characters. I feel like DC do a way better job at not just wasting characters, but they don't do a good job at keeping characters. Um, you see two films out of a Batman and then they disappear and they're never seen again. Or you see a few films out of one character and then they're gone and then five years later they reappear as a different character. And it's just the watchability of, I think that's the word, watchability of DC is just not the same as a Marvel. Like if somebody said to me, would you rather watch Multiverse of Madness again or Black Adam again? I would want to watch Multiverse of Madness. Ten times out of ten. Ten times out of ten. There is no chance that I would sit down and watch Black Adam again because (laughs) it's a great film. Like I spoke about last week, great film. I loved it. It was amazing. But just re-watching DC films, it's not the same. It just doesn't give me the same, like, ooh, that's cool, as Marvel. Right. Like a, eh, I'm watching it again. Um, so again, like rewatchability of shows for DC. I think the shows are a lot better actually than the films. It's a very hot take. Um, I think the DC shows are a lot better. Um, I feel like they put more effort into them. Like that's so sad. Like I don't. Yeah. Um, the Peacekeeper is what sticks out to me. I don't know. Nick, or did you ever watch that Peacekeeper with John Cena? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, you need to check that. John out. John Cena. Yeah, oh, I need to. That one is. Yeah, yeah. That one kind of changed my opinion on DC after watching that. D- with the one with John Cena because it's a rated R and it's like John Cena goes around and just kills and there's gore it's like DC really hit with that but then it's like ever since that they didn't drop anything I was going to say maybe it has to do with just like their marketing because I don't think I ever saw like any promo for that or maybe maybe I did and I just kind of flew under the radar but um, you know like we talked about with Deadpool earlier Deadpool is everywhere Marvel kind of promotes their shit everywhere Right. Whereas yeah. you don't see you don't see a ton of things like that for DC. Like, you know, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a I used to be a huge WWE fan, and John Cena, obviously being who he is, I'm a big fan of his. Um, I didn't know that he was in anything like that, so I don't know. Like, I think the marketing comes from the Disney side of Marvel, um, being owned by such a huge, yeah. huge company such as Disney gives you like so many more options than it was. True, like. That that marketing definitely hundred percent. I can say that with confidence comes from Disney because if you go back and see like marketing for other Marvel films before Disney picked them up, it was nowhere near as good quality as it, it is now. For sure, like, I think Disney's ability to market correctly and to like, for instance, when they released the first Black Panther movie, Disney, um, they released a load of trailers that were a twelve. So you had to go, you had to be twelve to watch them. But then they released one trailer that was a PG rating. So nothing bad was in it. And the reason they did that was so they can show them on PG rated films in, in the theater or the cinema. Um, cinema. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was good. Um, but they did that so like more people could see the film. And that just like, it's the little things that Disney do to market the films that make, right. make it so much more like you and you want to see it. The crave and the, the, the drive for the film is there. Yeah. Makes sense. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I know we asked earlier about your favorite, you know, hero or whatever for DC, and you mentioned Batman. Uh, going back, kind of again, we asked you your favorite Spider-Man actor. Do you have a favorite Batman actor that you like that stands out to you, or maybe not even an actor, but maybe even just a movie that stands out to you? Uh, in terms of movie, Dark Knight, yeah, for sure, this yeah, is the original. But uh, this might be an unpopular opinion or a hot take, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Michael Keaton, okay, uh, back back in the day, I feel like he okay. like like it's a little bit of a different answer than you might expect. But I, I really liked his um, his movies. It just kind of stood out a little bit, and that's kind of the era, kind of like the nostalgia factor coming in again. That's kind of the era that I grew up watching Batman um, before any of the other guys took over. So I don't know. Christian Bale is that that's another one, right? He, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, his his are really solid. So yeah, yeah. I so. like um, definitely. I think I'm a Ben Affleck type of guy. Like, I just like Ben Affleck as a superhero. The films that he was in, the Batman films, not really a. 
he was a Zack Snyder type of Batman, you know. I don't, re- I'm not really a fan of Zack Snyder. His his directing is not my favorite. Um, but yeah, I would say that Ben Affleck for me was like a good, solid Batman. Yeah, he's solid too. I really enjoyed the Christian Bale ones. I feel like, mm. like I mean, of course, that's the Dark Knight ones, the villains in the Dark Knight and stuff like that. But just Christian Bale playing Batman, I feel like he played a fantastic Bruce Wayne. Like, I felt like not only Batman, he played a fantastic Batman, but I felt like he also played that Bruce Wayne role really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, yeah, other than that, though, DC section is pretty much wrapped up. Was there anything you wanted to add, Ethan, to that DC section that you thought of? No, I think we, we've covered all bases. We've asked a lot about Batman. We've got loads of different opinions, some hot takes, some very, you know, everyone likes this take, everyone, you know, all that. Um, just want to say to everyone that is listening that, all of Nick's links will be down below in the video um, or on our Twitter. We're going to tweet about this after this one after we recorded. So please go and follow him. You know, he needs more to that 10K following that he has. Um, <laughs> he's so close on YouTube uh, to 1,000 subscribers, I believe. Go and follow him. Go and subscribe. Um, go and show him some love and support. Yeah, well, I tend to have a, a lot of hot takes that aren't just in the superhero realm as well. So a lot of people yeah. tend to either enjoy those or hate my guts for them. So. But it's a good. He he likes a, a good challenge. He likes people to to, to <laughs> prove him wrong or give him different opinions. Um, but yeah, Captain America is way better. So okay, yeah, okay. The Captain <laughs> England hey. or something. Don't worry, buddy. We'll see you in the cinema. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you all. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you guys follow us on Spotify. That way, you can keep up with all the new episodes. Again, we appreciate you, Nick, for stopping by. Uh, of and yeah, thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys in episode number three.